covering everything in the Brainerd Lakes area. This is the Listen Local Podcast with Jacob Blazer and Colton Mayer. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen Local Podcast. This is Colton Mayer. I'm here with Jacob Blazer and Isaiah Moinkin. Colton. Did What's you have a happened? good week away last week? You know, I missed everybody. I missed everybody. Oh, I listened yeah. to the uh, episode with Mayor Tyler Gardner. Mm-hmm. I listened to that yesterday. I wish I was there for that conversation. There was, some, got, there was some fire. It got a little heated. It did. You know? Yeah. I think they were all, I shouldn't say heated. They were very good conversations. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people in the Pequot community that voice the same concerns that you were, mm-hmm. uh, Jacob that you were voicing on the episode, but also I think Tyler's just, he's just an even keel kind of guy. And I, I yeah. commend him for his ability to just be a human punching bag and then, <laughs> you know, come back with just a, a very appropriate, reasonable response that mm-hmm. just kind of calms the, the mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also a little disappointed that I missed that meeting. Oh yeah. It, it would have been fun to see that, but, but no, it, it was good to get away last week. Yep. And you're talking about the splash pad meeting. The splash correct? pad meeting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, if you didn't listen last uh, to our last episode, you really should. We, we touch on a lot of topics. We hadn't talked to Tyler since May, I believe. So there were a lot. There was a lot going on in Pequot, you know, um, over the summer. So we touch on a lot of that stuff. A lot of like, I don't want to say emergency meetings, but like, is that what you would call those? Like, no, I think it was just a public information. Um, you know, giving giving the public the opportunity sure. to to speak up. Yep. or forever hold their peace. Yep. Um, in the past, decisions, any small town politics kind of thing, somebody mm-hmm. makes a decision and there's always somebody hiding in the woods that'll come out and say, well, nobody asked me my opinion. Yep. Uh, so, that, so that was the opportunity for people to come and yep. speak. And it sounds like not many did. So no. <laughs> It's sort of cool though with Tyler. He's like, I said, you know, how, how in depth do you want to get here? And he goes, fire away. He's like, and that's what I love about him because yes, I was sort of twisting the knife a little bit each time. But uh it was good. I, yeah. So thanks, Tyler, for coming on again. I hope this is sort of a um, every couple months we have him on, you know, as well as others um, in the city council, maybe around the Brainerd Lakes area to just tell us what's going on in their cities. So, yeah, that was fun. But Colton, you had a little time away. You know, did you you were in the cities? I think it was your anniversary. Did you have an, you've had a really busy summer? Was it, it was nice our anniversary. Getaway? We were gone for about 24 hours. Yeah. I don't think we could have ate or drank <laughs> one more thing. Um, we hit about eight restaurants in, in that 24 hour period. So we definitely did it right. Um, yes, we were in Minneapolis. Yep. I know. So, say, I, I, you but. know, we don't like to say it, but <laughs> Isaiah and I were there, but we were on more of an informative exploration to how yeah. to make our podcast better. You guys had a fun little trip there. We did. So Isaiah has been geeking out about has, it over yeah. the last, I, last day or two. Yeah. It was pretty cool how it all came together. Um, but Isaiah, Tell us about your experience or our experience, but from your eyes of going to listen to the power trip and the initials games live and seeing how they run their radio show. Okay. So we drive, I, I don't go to the cities very often, but it was an early morning, uh, getting to this, the studio and we are like waiting in the elevator room for them to come let us in. And it seems like they kind of do that often or like they're, yeah, uh, they do. um, professional and, it was incredible. I mean, as far as the experience going there, sitting with that in the room with those guys, getting to see them go back and forth and have all of the monitors they're looking at and all of the buttons that they're hitting and especially running the initials game, getting to see Corey and kind of look over his shoulder the whole time was, I mean, 
I was my jaw was dropped most of the time. Yeah, I could not believe it. So that was an incredible experience. What I learned was um, we need more new equipment. Um, but uh, <laughs> like we have the same budget as the number one morning show in America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that far. Um, I mean, they put a lot of work into that. I mean, we 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 kind of just wing this one here. But uh, yeah. uh, upgrade would be fun um, and nice. But it was just cool. It was awesome to see them in in their kind of natural habitat where they were, it was so easy for them to go back and forth. And mm. they had this rhythm because they've been. I mean. 15, 20 years they've been doing this show together and to bring guests in and just to have it be effortless was yeah. was incredible. So Yeah, it was really cool. Um, those guys are like super down to earth. We were down there because Blazer was filming a music video for Mr. Chris Hockey. I had to just throw that out there because <laughs> yeah, we subtle, are honestly, I'm plug. proud about that. That's a pretty cool thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that's awesome. So And, and we've known them for a while. and um, But we then got <laughs> Viking. You went to the Vikings game? Yeah, so, that was awesome. All right, so... All in all, it was a busy week weekend for all of us, and you know it was a busy weekend all around the Minnesota. It seemed like with the fall colors, I saw a lot of people were up in Crosby. I mean, you look at social media, and Duluth, Lutzen was a huge spot, and, and um, where we are sitting right now, you can tell the colors are about to pop, and it is one of the best spots in Minnesota to look at colors. And I think that's a good segue into who we are with today. And I will just introduce you, Eric Peterson. General Manager of Craigens. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for coming out. It's a b- another beautiful day. Feels like summer is continuing. Do you? Is this your favorite time of year? I enjoy all times of the year. I mean, they each have a different transition. You know, obviously winding down the season, kind of catching your breath a little bit is a great time of year. But also, you know, the excitement of starting the year to me is something, mm-hmm. something pretty special. Yeah. So I know your background and you're really into the golf side of things as well. And you guys are doing something pretty big for not just this area, but for Minnesota golf in general. Tell us a little about this project you have been working on the last couple of years and the professional golfer that has been sort of assisting you in that. Yeah, it's kind of a actually a quick story. We've been talking about, uh, you know, expanding our golf course um, ever since it was built. Um, when Dutch Craig and, uh, made the commitment in the late nineties, opened in 98 with the legacy courses, always wanted to keep building and growing, but kind of put that on hold for, you know, many years. Um, so about four years ago, we really looked serious into it. We kind of backed off at that time. We did progress ahead with, uh, you know, some, a lot of resort improvements at that time, as well as the housing development, but we really didn't think we were going to do the golf um, expansion, um, at that point. Um, so just fast forward to, uh, about a little over a year ago, we met Tom Lehman, obviously Minnesota's most famous golfer, mm-hmm. um, when his son was playing in a golf tournament up at our legacy courses. And we met him, we talked to him, you know, Dutch, uh, introduced himself like he always would and, uh, continued to converse, converse with him. And all of a sudden it led to, you know, Hey, I really like your golf courses. You know, guys, you know, I do, uh, you know, I have a design business. Would you be interested in, you know, me taking a look at it? And we uh, said, yeah, let's let's get started. And that was in August of uh, of last year. Wow. Wow. Um, so really, it was actually this past weekend. So it's the one-year anniversary of Tom Lehman and his partner Chris Brands in the design portion coming up to Craigens, presenting a master plan, if you will, to us which was basically to take our existing golf course, create an 18-hole golf course, 
and renovate the the other 27 holes of golf for a completely new experience of golf here in the Brainerd Lakes area. And uh, we kind of, uh, obviously, we were impressed. We bought it. We said, let's do it. And so for the last 12 months, I've been running nonstop. First, you know, working on with the design process, then moving into the approval in the uh, through both Crowing County, Cass County, City of East Skull Lake, and then all of the other um you know entities that we need to work mm-hmm. with whether that be the uh, you know board of water and soil the everything else that you need to get approval to do a project of this scope and so what we ended up with is uh, a project that is going to be that we're going to end up with an 18 hole we're going to call it the layman course mm-hmm. after tom layman um, going to be a spectacular golf course 18 holes from the back tee for if you want to play there over 7400 yards wow. um and then we're but what i'm also just as excited about is our the remaining 27 hole golf course that we're doing a complete renovation of new bunkers new green complexes you won't recognize you know you'll probably recognize i would say 14 of the holes Mm -hmm. out of the existing 36 holes that we have when it's all said and done that's the extent of the renovation that we're doing so that's what we're working on uh in addition it has 70 home sites that are just amazing that sit up over top of the golf course and give you these long gorgeous views so we got a big project going yeah um and we're progressing along very nicely on it definitely want to hear more about uh, about the project where it's going and some of the finer details that people you know obviously it goes right over everybody's heads when they just see a golf course like all the planning that goes into it but uh if you don't mind how did you how did you get here how did you come to have the the best view of gull lake Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> we are sitting up in my office, which I would, I'd put it up against, uh, boy, almost any office in the world, yes. believe it or not, sitting up over the top of Gull Lake here. Um, my background, um, you know, I, I was actually born and raised local. Um, went to Pequot Lake, Lakes High School, graduated in 1991. Uh, went off to college at New Mexico State. Hmm. So wanted to get away, wanted to go somewhere south, be able to play golf year round. That was a big passion of mine, still is, but uh, I went... Went to school there. When I came back, uh, obviously that was right in the midst of the uh, Brainerd Lakes area kind of exploding with the golf industry. Mm-hmm. Um, had the opportunity to work at Grandview Lodge um, from 19, uh, basically from 1992 through 2010. So I like to say I grew up with Grandview mm-hmm. um, and with Grandview's golf. So I had the opportunity there to uh, work at the Pines as it expanded, as the clubhouse opened, as the the preserve golf course i had the opportunity to open that golf course which was really fun uh fall of 96 one of my greatest experiences was uh we worked kind of out of a temporary corner of the clubhouse and uh you know believe it or not for those golfers who remember um 1996 was when soft spikes first kind of hit and uh the preserve golf course was the first golf course in minnesota to basically commit to uh to soft south. spikes so mm-hmm. every golfer that walked in the door that fall had to buy shoes no we had to we had to take their spikes out <laughs> and put the them? temporary <laughs> so you know i get to open the golf course but i also get to hold you know about i don't know yeah. four or five thousand stinky <laughs> shoes yeah. and uh, put the spikes in and out so that's where i came from uh opportunity you know continued to advance there at grandview uh we added deacon's lodge to our mix i mm-hmm. ended up becoming the director of golf for about 10 years mm-hmm. at grandview and then uh, had the opportunity to come down here and and work with uh, dutch and irma Craigan. 
um, first as their general manager of the golf course, and then starting in 2015 as the uh, the GM of the resort and kind of taking over the whole complex, which uh, I've been uh, running ever since. So um, working with Tom now, it's not the first golfer you've worked with when it comes to designing courses then. If it was, if you were talking about Deacons, I mean, probably the most famous golfer of all time. How cool was that to work with? Mr. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, and that was kind of a unique situation. Both Preserve and Deacon's Lodge were really unique because Grandview came in on the very end of both of those projects. So Deacon's Lodge was all set. They were working with a company called the Sienna Group, um, and they're a developer. And they came in, and they were going to be an independent golf course. They had their manager already picked out. Mm -hmm. Their superintendent was working. They were building the golf course. And about, uh, I think it was about six months before the golf course was going to open. So this is in October um, would have been October of 97, I think, um, they came to Grandview and said, our manager has backed out. Mm-hmm. We w- Would you consider being a management company for our golf course? And so the golf course was already built, all of that, you know, that excitement and some frustrations, I'd imagine, now that I've been in the process of building a <laughs> golf course, but had already been gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really unique. So this project has just been incredible right. to be in right from the ground floor, both on the renovation of golf holes and building new golf holes and being actually involved in the design process and giving input and, you know, throughout the whole mm-hmm. uh, project here. And it's continuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's important for everybody, you know, listeners or just the general public to know the history of how many courses you've been involved in and planning. And, you know, we talk about, and we will talk more about what the layman course is going to bring to golf of the Brainerd Lakes area, but you've been influential and been able to be a part of influencing the the golf that we already have in the area. And now it's just only going to be, you know, one more, one more addition. So it's, it's quite the experience that, that you've been able to undertake in just a what do we got? 35 mile radius here, 15 mile radius, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah, that, that is definitely fun and have that perspective of the, uh, of the whole area. You know, I've been involved with, uh, you know, again, the, you know, uh, some, a lot of marketing groups of, you know, bringing all the golf courses together, you know, uh, the golf packaging part of the business where we attract people up and they get to enjoy not only uh, one facilities golf courses, but all of the golf here in the Brainerd. So yeah, absolutely. I've been, uh, been fortunate, had a great opportunity um, you know, again, there's, uh, you know, we have a dozen great golf courses and I've had the influence of, uh, you know, well over half of those, uh, great golf courses and had the opportunity to really, uh, you know, be involved with those. Fast forward to today, you're renovating the existing courses, which were already pretty immaculate and not really needing much work, but you're saying you're renovating them. Are you be changing out all the grasses? Are you adding the same grass to the layman course? Is there going to be two different putting surfaces? Or are you trying to keep some some continuity there? Yeah. What's going to be unique is, you know, we're really, it started with the premise of our existing golf course, um, really wanting to make it uh, a couple of things more playable. And then also, you know, you know, also both on the playability end of things, but also on the maintenance end of things, make it, uh, take care of those issues that we've had. Um, you know, whether it be low areas that we need to fix some drainage, things that, and then also, you know, upgrade some of the, uh, actual facilities like our bunkers, you know, one of the biggest parts of the project of the renovation was, is our bunker renovation. We're basically eliminating every bunker we have on the golf course. So we take them all out, fold them all in, and then we start over and we put back about 30 to 40% of the bunkers that were there before, but we put them back in areas that are more strategic 
um, less penalizing for the average or below average player or beginner player and put them back into where they're going to be in play for all players, not just the lower handicappers <laughs> or the, not just the higher handicappers, I say. Um, if you have a sand trap 180 yards off the tee on the right, probably your low handicap guy is never going to hit it in that bunker, right? Right, right. But who's going to hit it into that bunker? You know, there's going to be your higher handicapper, your person who hits that little slice or fade and, yep. and it doesn't go quite as far, and they're going to be penalized. And one of the lines that Tom Lehman shared, he goes, you know, beginners, golf is already hard enough for people. We don't need to make it more difficult for beginners and things like that. And that was a really a big uh, point of emphasis in the kind of the late 80s, 90s, was how can we make golf courses more difficult? And you look at Pete Dye as a designer, even Robert Trent Jones Jr., who did a great job at our course, but that was the theory. We want golf course to be visually really good, but also make it hard. And yep. it was really the wrong wrong avenue, especially for our, our clientele and the vacationers. We want to make golf fun. So you mentioned all the designers. You have a history, a background in golf. Um, the guys over in the clubhouse are great. I've, we've been working with them, you know, on some projects over the years. It just seems like an all-around great group. And then you add Jack Worrell this summer, who is a very well-known golf name in the community what how important was it to just bulk it up there with, with him as well yeah i mean jack and i go uh years back um i actually had the opportunity at grandview lodge and I, in 2001 um i actually hired jack fresh out of college <laughs> he was uh again just kind of getting in thinking that golf industry is where he wanted to go he was early in the business and he started at grandview in 2001 and um, we've always had a great relationship going through. Um, I had, he worked his way up. He'd been the director of golf at Grandview now for about the last 10 years. So kind of taking on a lot of the role that I left mm -hmm. and again, making it his own and really growing it. Um, he has a, a wonderful ability with members to make connections mm -hmm. and, uh, has a great marketing mind as well. So when we embarked on this opportunity in this project, you know, we have uh, Chuck Klikatsky, our director of golf, actually, for the last 24 years at Craigins. He actually moved on to a new opportunity, which I'm sure you guys will mention at some point in the conversation up the Brainerd area. That he is going to be uh, leasing a golf course called the Gravel Pit. Hmm. So he left our facility, which opened up an opportunity. So, uh, you know, Jack and I started like we we've always been in communication but he came out and toured what we were doing and it really got him excited you know for not only the opportunity of you know working with tom layman taking a golf course that's good and making it incredible um expansion all the things we're going to do and then also the uh pga tour canada event that we're going to host right. starting in uh 2022 yeah that that's huge i remember speaking with you about that almost a year ago now um what what do events like that mean to not just Craigans, but the area. Yeah, I mean, the vision of what this, uh, I don't think anybody realizes how big this uh, PGA Tour Canada event can be. Mm -hmm. um, it's we're, it's named the CRMC Championship, um, and it is a full four-day uh, golf tournament, but it's a week-long event. Mm -hmm. So we have a Monday Pro-Am, a Wednesday Pro-Am. There's opportunity for, uh, you know, just come out and watch the future stars mm -hmm. of the PGA tour 
and that's what really what it's all about. So it's going to be a fun atmosphere at the golf course. It's going to be an event that, uh, again, it'll take a couple of years to really grow, but you know we could see it being one of the premier events in the Brainerd Lakes yeah. area. No, is that a is that a contracted event? Do you have to? Is that like a five year commitment, ten year commitment, or is it just? We'll just keep doing this and, until we don't want to do it any longer. It is a contracted event with the PGA Tour. Um, currently, we have a six-year agreement with the PGA Tour to host an event. They like to, uh, again, get in an area and kind of establish some roots. But would it be continue? Absolutely. It could be a long-term event for the area. And, again, we can see this you know, generating multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity over the coming years. That's amazing. For sure. Well, I think we could talk about golf all day. But but, I sort Isaiah, of, but Isaiah's silent. Yeah, what's up, Isaiah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know what? This Isaiah means, went golfing last week for yes. the first time in how many years? Uh, since last year's okay. golf event when I was hitting my pitching wedge. Oh, yeah. We oh, played yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That one? Yeah, absolutely. When we were just screwing around. Was yeah, there was a, fun. Yeah, was, was there fun. a lot of uh, woods to water golf ball advertising in the woods? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did some advertising. <laughs> oh, boy, did we do some advertising. Uh, but <laughs> I, I actually didn't golf the worst. I, I started I started out really well. I had a few drives that were on the fairway. Yep. Um, but once we got, like, six holes in and the Bev cart came around three times, it was all <laughs> over. Was you all saw over. her three times in six holes? I don't know what I think she she I, knew target. <laughs> she saw yeah. an easy target. That guy. Yeah, they, she's like these guys need to lose. So this this was the uh, Nisswa Chamber pretty good golf tournament. Uh, we played at the Pines. Mm-hmm. I think we had twenty five teams, which usually were around thirty, so a little light, but obviously mm-hmm. that helps play. And uh, yeah. it was a great day for golf. But yeah, we had Woodswater had three teams out there, and Isaiah was. I was the B team. It was the B team. So yep. we had a C team. <laughs> they took last place. They, they went home. They were the only team to go home with uh, with a prize. Oh, nice. They got last the, place. the team of five. Last place. Nice. Gets five golf lessons. There we go. So they'll all <laughs> get nice. yeah. They'll all get uh, a lesson with uh, with Logan over at the Pines next. Nice. Yeah, that was a so. blast though. We had we had a lot of fun and. Um, just getting prepped for that and the day was beautiful so yeah um look forward to it next year um, <laughs> yeah it was it was fun but I, we did get out and i did do some i think maybe that hurt me more than anything i went out and went to the driving range the airport driving range right over here and yeah i had a f- I, I hit better there than i hit on the course that, the next day that happens you wasted so, them all you yeah wasted i wasted all, all the good shots yeah. so <laughs> i think i think it was more of just like a marketing thing for us to put more golf balls in the woods that i say woods to water on. <laughs> Well, we went through, I think I handed out before we teed off uh, eight boxes uh, of balls, and I, nobody gave me any sleeves back, so I'm assuming that they're all out in the woods right now. So. <laughs> that is some unique marketing. You've got to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. The people have to find us, yeah. literally. Yes, Marketing exactly. usually is so they don't have to find you, but you're kind of putting a spin on it. It's kind of like this new it. approach here. We're going approach, yeah. Not many people are doing I just that. knew none of them were going to have golf balls. Oh man! But so, no, I, Pam, Pam uh, with the chamber put on an awesome mm-hmm. event. This was her. So she started just over a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and a year ago that was the first event that she had hosted. We didn't do the fall festival last year because of COVID, mm-hmm. um, and then we missed out on another one before that that she wasn't able to do. So the golf tournament was. This was her first time hosting an event twice. Yeah. Um, so it was super smooth, seamless event. She's happy to just be kind of in her role there with the chamber, and she's doing a, an awesome yeah, she's, job. She's so, great. Yeah. She's got great passion for the community. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, Eric, 
I'm assuming you're expecting the new golf courses to generate more guests here at Craigens, but if it was a summer like this summer, where are they going to stay? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Yeah, the resort business and uh, the whole Brainerd area has been just fantastic the last, uh, you know, obviously kind of last summer was wonderful, but it was kind of still coming out of it a little bit. And boy, we carried right through this summer. And uh, I have to say next summer's, you know, already we can... Uh, we can tell by our bookings right now mm-hmm. that, you know, again, we're just starting to boom again. So where are they going to stay? You know, again, <laughs> we'll have to keep uh, creating some more spaces and making some more space for them or, uh, you know, that, uh, that'll be part of the deal. Can well. uh, Tom Lehman design hotels by any chance? Right. Exactly. <laughs> more, or more, uh, yeah. More well, shoreline. I would think, I would think, yeah, exactly. Shoreline or what we have, uh, you know, golf houses, if you will, go. to be yep. able to all hang out together. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, but we are also ex- doing some extensive renovation of the resort as sure. well. And we've been doing that for the last uh, three, four years. Yep. So that's just going to continue as well. Yep. I remember w- uh, one of the times when our buddy Paul Nurkula, the drone pilot, mm-hmm. came into town. He We flew through the resort here, but he said the room you guys put him in was the nicest room one of the nicest rooms he's ever been in and he travels all around the world he loved it here so yeah yeah well when you have a balcony overlooking gull lake that's a good good place to start i'm just saying especially when he's a drone pilot and he can fly right out the window and right back in the balcony (laughs) yeah that that's a good place to start it is strange though i mean not strange it's a very good problem to have but how expansive your resort is and grand views and maddens and we have these massive massive resorts but the fact that now we have to start talking about density in the resort to be able to house the amount of people and the demand that there is to come to the area like you know jacob says hotels like we we need actual hotels to just yeah. come up in the resorts. You know, Breezy has that little yep. three right. story, and Grandview just built their little three story uh, mm-hmm. north complex. Like, I I do think resorts are going to have to go away from the cabin a little bit <laughs> to get yeah a to, little more density. Yeah, and, attracts more people. You know, again and again, you both are you all are younger businessmen in Brainerd, and I always have this impression that you know Brainerd is just. And I've been saying this for about five years. I think Brainerd is still undiscovered mm-hmm. as a vacation area. We think that it really is. But I think nationally and certainly even within the, within the state, I think our upside here in the Brainerd area is just going to boom. And I know some locals, you might, uh, you know, again, you might be concerned a little bit. And we're getting too big <laughs> and too much going on and people coming up to the area. But that's, you know, that's what I see coming in the next uh you know, 10 to 20 years, this area is really, really going to boom. Absolutely. And again, you know, the, the larger resorts, if we can keep up and keep, uh, you know, expanding um, and actually improving our product. And I think everybody's doing a great job doing that. If we can keep doing that, we're going to keep attracting people up to this area. And and Brainerd is, uh, is poised to really, you know, boom economically. Mm-hmm. What, what can you speak of on the, uh, the housing development around the Lehman course? Yeah, we've, uh, so we started like about four years ago, we started, or three years ago or so, we started a, uh, a housing development that was just north of our clubhouse called the Legacy Village. And that was a 38 home um, uh, development, maintenance free living, kind of a, um, individual homes. And currently we've sold, I believe, 34 of those 38 homes, and they're either under construction or people are moved wow. in. And so that prompted us to kind of move on as we were looking at golf course expansion, you know, a housing component of it. 
And what we did is really unique on the new golf course, though, is we do have 70 home sites. And it sounds like a lot, but when you start mm-hmm. doing the math on the acreage that we're using, mm-hmm. um, it's each one of these home sites is about one acre in size. So they're very large home sites. They have anywhere from as little as 100, but more of them have up to almost 200 uh, feet of frontage on the golf course. And they sit high, a lot of them sit high above the golf course, so you get these long views. And your the homes are not really in play for the golf, but it'll be part of the experience. And you'll see these, uh, again, gorgeous home sites that will be throughout the you know the new holes that we're building. So when are you moving into your new house then? Which right. Is on? <laughs> Ironically, I did move into our legacy village development, oh. so I do have a house there. But you know, I definitely have my eye on uh, <laughs> on, the, on a, a lot or two in the uh, on the new golf course. And yeah. you know, as as our our you know our um, lakes get you know you know filled up with sure. homes, and there's not a lot of uh, yeah. new opportunities to move on to the lake. We think this is going to be a great alternative and a great experience for people to move on to a golf course. Absolutely. And especially if you're talking nice big lots that can support, you know, your your house with a nice big attached garage. And even most of these home sites will support that second garage to, oh, wow. you know, to have your toys in it. Yeah. Um, and then we're also keeping that affiliation with the resort so mm-hmm. you can have the resort lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You get a resort club membership where you get discounts at the resort, whether it be in the food and beverage at the golf course, things like that. And then use of facilities here, come over, sit sure. on the beaches and yeah. oh, enjoy cool. that a little bit in yeah. the summertime. And we're starting a new uh, boat club as well for people that live in our development where they uh, have access to the marina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that marina, you mentioned it. I was going to touch on it here in a minute, but it's got to be one of the coolest mar- marinas of all the resorts in the area. Uh, how proud are you about how that operation is going down there? Yeah, I mean, our lake, you know, we're in a great spot on Gull Lake. We're on the far south end in Steamboat Bay. We're on the western, um, you know, the western sure. shore. Yep. Of So we get a very, it's a very calm area here on the lake. Mm-hmm. So we have an opportunity right in front of the lake, uh, you know, nearly a mile of shoreline on the lake. And our marina is just set up beautifully. We have our own boat launch for our guests to use. We have, uh, you know, again, a, a full fleet of pontoons, yep. um, as well as speedboats and uh, ski boat and uh, and all the the non motorized, you know, kayaks and stand up paddle boards and things like that. So it's an active place. And you know, again, I like to think, you know, Craigans are really focused on uh, on being part of the lake and looking at the lake we made uh we made one of those jet skis famous by putting a viking on it a couple of years ago do you remember seeing that <laughs> yes, yeah. yes <laughs> we had our buddy in from norway and he's in his full viking gear and he's whipping he'd never been on a jet ski and not he's like, like the football team Isaiah. no no not the football team oh, no, this is our nice actual yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well he thinks he's a real viking we have to tell him once in a while that's not the case um yeah yeah but yeah exactly um but he man he had a blast with those jet skis He's like, first of all, I can't believe you can walk on water because he was talking about it in winter. Winter, yeah. And then, uh, and then he's like, oh my god, this is amazing. And we were gonna do like a five minute shoot, and I think he was <laughs> going back and forth, back and forth for the whole tank of gas. So thanks for the tank of gas, Eric. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, just the memories out there. And you're right, the full fleet. You have pontoons, you have fishing boats, you've got, uh, you've. And I know in the past, I don't know if still if this year you have that. Um, 
partnership with Minnesota Inboard for a for a wake boat. You know, mm-hmm. so you have the whole thing, jet skis, and the Destiny um, Cruise, and the Destiny Cruise. Cruise. Yeah, that's yes. a great, great, great and thing and too. we do have the biggest boat on the lake. Yes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a challenge, Colton. <laughs> oh, they can have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, winter, great topic actually. That you know, a lot of people think the Brainerd Lakes area shuts down in the winter. Absolutely not the case. And this is a good example of that. You know, whether it's hockey teams coming in, um, you guys have a phenomenal indoor pool area. Um, What's the winter like for you guys? And what's the outlook, I guess, for this winter? Yeah, we were one of the first major resorts to commit to uh, Mm year-round business. And that was quite a few years ago. But our facilities really make it uh, very... uh, um, comfortable for year for that year round. We have the large hotel with the enclosed hallway, so we have mm-hmm. 205 hotel rooms under roof um, that are attached to our indoor pool area, or as well as our sports center area, sure. where people can enjoy. But you know, and then we just uh, you know we're going to buy a couple more fish houses, and you know we we make one of the biggest skating rinks in the area yep. Yep. here as well. So it's it's a fantastic uh, setting here in the winter. Again facing the lake you still get that uh get to play on the lake whether it be yep. uh you know skiing or uh skating or anything else that we do out there and can really enjoy it snowmobile so. rentals you do that we do have yep. snowmobile rentals yeah i mean if you can do it in the winter we have it yep yep absolutely so isaiah did you find any like questions or trivia we should ask eric or should we just come up with them from the top of our head um we're definitely coming up from the top of our head okay. because any trivia i had related to golf he would know okay um so i, I do i do have a golf to... i have a golf question yes you said the layman course is going to play out to 74 yeah a little over 7400 yards is that the longest if not who has the longest in the area it is definitely the longest okay, in the area so. by a couple hundred yards yeah, at least so. wow Mm-hmm. Okay, you got one? Yes, I got one. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is the oldest resort in the Brainerd Lakes area? The oldest resort in the Brainerd Lakes area? This is a tricky one, probably. Would uh, I know? Oh, Grandview's 1919, they, they claim, is their start. <laughs> I know Craigans is 1940, so it's not Craigans. I'll give you a hint to think a little outside. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go Rutgers is, yep. is going to be the right. oldest. Yep, that's it. Yep. Yes, I only knew that because he had asked. Um, we had that maybe even early, early, early that this was one year. Of his very first question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How local are you? Is the name of this game. We probably yeah. Should oh, show yeah. And usually local. Isaiah is on the ball with this. I'm sorry. I feel. I mean, and I feel pretty local. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So Rutgers was good though, because I mean, we were thinking, you know, yep, just nope. the the Brainerd to Nisswada Breezy, you know, yeah. that mm-hmm. area. But but no, Rutgers. How many resorts are there on the Whitefish chain? Ooh, I, have, I couldn't count yeah, that. Yeah, we're on goal right now. <laughs> but let's go with the Whitefish chain and just say, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. I'm going to say 14. Ooh, very close. 12 was the number. Okay. Oh, so, I had 12 in my mind, too. That was, right. that was a good guess. That was a great guess. I don't think Isaiah knows this, and that's why he asked about 12, Whitefish. I, I Do you know how 10. many resorts are in the goal chain? Ooh, goal chain, I don't know the exact number there, but I'd probably say about seven or eight. That sounds about right. Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. We're going to uh, go with that one. I should have been more confident. There's yeah, eight, definitely. Eight. Yeah, exactly. But then you might get some calls in the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, he's wrong. And we'll just say, yeah, there hey, you go. Yeah, we, we disclose that. I mean, any any little, of these answers A little controversy goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, I, I do have a question, not like a trivia question. When you're out on Gull Lake and you want to enjoy a day on the lake, what is your go-to spot, whether it's a 
spot in the lake, a mm. restaurant, fishing spot. What what is your go to spot? Not you Boy. can't count Craigans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna say Craigans. Boy, go to on Gaul. There's so many. Yeah. I mean, again, I you know it's. You know, obviously, you know, now that I moved down to the south end of the lake, obviously I'm very partial to Ernie's and the, sure. and the guys over there. Yep. I love hanging out over there. Hmm. Um, but again, I spent many years on the north end of the lake too. So, you know, I, I, my younger formative years there in my uh, in my 20s, I spent many an hour at the, the Zorba's. Yeah, I had a feeling that one was when, coming. <laughs> when, it, when it was just when it transitioned to Zorba's on Gull. Okay. Are you saying so. that the south side of the lake is more mature than the north side of the lake? Distinguished. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm more oh, mature oh, now, oh, now that I'm on the south end of the lake. Yeah, don't, I, there's no way the foys... Uh, we'll take that. They'll they'll go partying all the time, man. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm just more mature than I, I was. I actually just, uh, creature of habit, opened my phone when I parked the car uh, to come in inside here, and I saw that Ernie's posted they're doing another renovation of oh, the, wow. of the space there. So Jeez. new tap system, all new plumbing, new bathrooms. Um, and some, I th- it looks like some extended dining. Will as they well, ever so. take a break? Those two? I don't think so. No, no. I, <laughs> yeah, they were they were busy. I, yeah. I gave them a few dollars this year too to help. Yeah, yeah. Contributed to that. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I got one more for you. All right. Uh, this one is uh, what local resort was once called Browns for Rest Resort. Browns for Rest. I don't know. There's a new one. Wow. Was it one of the big resorts? Can I get hints? or? Uh, it's in this general vicinity. <laughs> like this area. It's not so, like Cross or Pequot or anything like that. Oh. For rest. So it's got to be their last name, right? Don't know. Is it a resort? Or do mm-hmm. we go yep, off? It's okay. a resort. An existing resort. Um, I well, I know it's not Craigans because they were have always been Craigans, so that's not too easy for me. God, I don't Madden's have a clue. Had, there's a Rutgers on Madden's. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit. Uh, Isaiah, stumped you up. stumped us. Yes, I did it. Finally. Well, do we do we take a guess? Yeah, though? I like, think we should yeah. take. Can we like Let's like throw out there and just say like Gull Lake yeah. Resort or something or yeah, throw a guess you know? out there. You guys, go ahead. I'm gonna go with. Go ahead, Colton. <laughs> Quarter deck? Ooh, good, good That's one. Good I like that. Um, you said Gull Lake Resort. I'm gonna go with Causeway. Causeway. Yep. The answer is Cavanaugh's. Oh, Cavanaugh's. Ah, Cavanaugh's. And they are just—they're only a mile down the road <laughs> yeah. here. They are neighbors. Right. Yeah, we're neighbors. <laughs> oh man, no, I—I I love this. I love this view. You're lucky. Yeah, it's, I mean, plain and simple. It's a beautiful view. It's a beautiful, we're in a beautiful part of Minnesota and really the world, like I you think mentioned. He's earned it. I don't yeah. want to say lucky. Well, no, I mean, I feel lucky <laughs> too. I mean, yeah, lucky's I mean, good. He's earned the title for sure, but even there's some GMs that are in like office spaces in downtown Minneapolis that look at a wall. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> we might have to cut it out, but I'm surprised that you haven't been kicked out of here and they turned this into like a rentable conference room. We don't want to give everybody yes. any yes. ideas, but I, I have done things like that in the past. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, 
It wouldn't be surprised me if I did it. I guess it depends. <laughs> on, I guess it depends on the kind of deal you get on a house over at the layman course, right? Maybe right. You can just office out of there. There you, you go. Know, it's so typical to get the inside track and then take the best floor plan, the best view, <laughs> yep, and then when it all sells out, you're just yep. sitting there with the best thing to turn around and sell. For, wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh man! Well, Eric, thank you so much for being on. This has been super fun. Well. I'd like to have you back on, or we'll come back out here in the winter, too, sometime, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you guys for spreading the word of the Brainerd Lakes area and keeping us all informed. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening to Listen Local. And if you guys are good, we'll just catch everyone next week. All Here right. We go. Bye.